Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. Hello, Andrew. Hello there, Edwin. We are trucking right along in Hebrews 2. That's what we do. We truck along. Because he also makes coffee. <laughs> oh, sorry. Okay. All right. Yeah, we're we're uh, looking forward to even more of these wonderful jokes about <laughs> Hebrews. Now, I've got Hebrews 2, and I'm going to read the first paragraph here, verses 1 through 4, from the New King James Version. Therefore, we must give the more earnest heed to the things we have heard, lest we drift away. For if the word spoken through angels proves steadfast, and every transgression and disobedience received a just reward— How shall we escape if we neglect so great a salvation, which at the first began to be spoken by the Lord and was confirmed to us by those who heard him, God also bearing witness, both with signs and wonders, with various miracles and gifts of the Holy Spirit, according to his own will. We must pay close attention lest we drift away. That's what we're going to be finding throughout this letter slash sermon, however we want to view Hebrews. We, we don't want to drift away. And we yeah. talked about yesterday how that can happen slowly, imperceptibly, if we are not keeping our attention on the message yeah. that the Lord gave. If we're neglecting it. If we're neglecting it. If we, and so instead of losing sight of it, we want to keep close watch on it. We mm-hmm. need to be in the Word. We need to be reading the Word. We need to be constantly remembering. That's our reference point. That's our shoreline that we are traveling along and in, in order to make sure we get to our destination. Yeah, and so that emphasis then calls us back to where the letter began in Hebrews chapter 1 and verse 1, uh, explains to us that God, who at various times and various ways spoke in time past to the fathers by the prophets, has in these last days spoken to us by his Son. And now we're being told, don't drift away from what was spoken by the Son. But it sounded a little different. In well, chapter two. Yeah. So let me just say, I I didn't bring it up when we were in chapter one. Yeah. But often when I read the first couple of verses of Hebrews, I have an immediate objection. I have, I have something that just kind of like a red flag that goes up and sticks in my craw and makes me wonder, wait a minute, it, I, this, this doesn't seem right to me. So let me just go ahead and share it with you and I'll share it now because I think Hebrews two gives the answer. In Hebrews one... As the letter begins, the Hebrew author tells us that back in the past, mm-hmm. you know, under that old covenant with right. Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, with Moses, yeah. God spoke to the fathers in various times, in various ways, through prophets. Mm-hmm. But and, now, he is speaking to us through his son. Right. And yet, mm-hmm. I am reading a New Testament, and Jesus didn't write any of it. Oh, all of it was written by apostles and prophets. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And so I, I will admit that when I start off in Hebrews chapter 1, I immediately say, wait a minute, I am still being spoken to through prophets. In fact, here I'm reading this letter written by a prophet, yeah, not by Jesus himself. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, that's one of the interesting things about the New Testament is Jesus himself, as far as manually, physically, with his own hands and a pen and a papyrus, did not write it. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Okay, so what so, am I supposed to do with that? Someone might be surprised to learn that, but yeah, yeah that's the way it is. Right. What yeah. am I supposed to do with that? Well, Hebrews 2 comes behind and explains. 
as it points out that this was a message that was given by the Lord. Mm -hmm. The message that we have came through the Son, but now is attested, strengthened, confirmed, established by those who heard. Mm -hmm. We're talking about apostles and prophets. Mm -hmm. In other words, what I have in the New Testament, in this record, is not the message of the apostles and prophets. It's not the message that came by angels to apostles and prophets. It wasn't dreams and visions and, and various and sundry ways. This is Jesus' message confirmed and established by those who heard it from Jesus. Right. From God. And and just to add on that a little bit, I think part of the contrast that's going on and what we've read so far is the Son being the mouthpiece or messenger of God versus angels carrying the messages teaches us that we have a better messenger, we a have better and final mouthpiece, a, that the Son is greater than angels. Sorry, I didn't mean to be cutting in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, yeah. we have a, right, a better covenant yeah. with a better mediator, with a better author and founder, mm-hmm. a better source. That's that's where this has come from. Rather than coming through angels, it has come through the Son. I, I think but, there's But a, there's still a role of people in it. There's still a role of apostles and prophets. There's still apostles that's and prophets. That's got to be recognized. And, and that's according to God's providence and plan. Mm. Yes, yeah. absolutely. And the Lord, so that we would know that it's actually Jesus' message mm-hmm. and not the message of these prophets, not through various and sundry and diverse in many ways. It's from Jesus, Yeah. okay, that it's his message. The Lord attested, mm-hmm. bore witness that what you're hearing from these men is the message of the Son, uh-huh. is the message from the Son. Uh-huh. The Lord God bore witness with signs and wonders and gifts of the Holy Spirit that he distributed according to his own will. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so you, you have these... the tongues in Acts chapter 2. Right. You have what we find in Corinthians where the, the reference to these different miraculous gifts that would have been used, all of that done to confirm, to testify, to bear witness that what you're hearing from these men is Jesus' word, not their own word. Right. The um, credibility, I guess, the credibility of these apostles and prophets is, uh, is confirmed by these miraculous demonstrations. So you can trust this message. And it demonstrates to us what the use of those gifts were for. The miraculous gifts that the Spirit used were not to simply comfort, were not given to make us feel good about ourselves, were not given to make us feel special. In fact, when you go into the letter that Paul wrote to the Corinthians, part of the problem was that they took those gifts as if those gifts were something that showed how special they were right. and showed how how amazing they were. And they were jealous and envious and arrogant and proud around Puffing all of that. Puffing themselves up with them. Yeah. yeah. Rather than recognizing the purpose behind all of this mm-hmm. was in order to convey the message of Jesus. Right, right, right. In order to convey the will of Jesus in his kingdom, his word, his message, to show that what these apostles and prophets were providing was Jesus' word not their own. And so once that word has been revealed, it's not at all surprising that the Holy Spirit no longer distributed those. Mm -hmm. They had a purpose and they had a role. Likewise, at the end of the Gospel of Mark in the 16th chapter, when Jesus 
gives that great commission to the apostles. And we read in chapter 16 and verse 15, he said to them, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved. He who does not believe will be condemned. These signs will follow those who believe. In my name, they will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. They will take up serpents. If they drink anything deadly, it will be by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. So then after the Lord had spoken to them, he was received up into heaven, sat down at the right hand of God, and they went out and preached everywhere, the Lord working with them and confirming the word through the accompanying signs. Amen. And and you were given thumbnails just a minute ago, different places where you find the record of the various signs. But I mean, it really does. You can read through Acts and boy, this is happening with these apostles. And wow, this is happening with these apostles all to demonstrate these are Christ's ambassadors. You can trust this word. And when they're preaching and when they're writing, they are not giving some new message. They are giving. In fact, Jesus said to the apostles, mm-hmm. I'm going to bring my spirit. I'm going to give you my spirit to bring to remembrance, remembrance. what I have taught you. Yeah. And further, he said that, look, there's more that I have for you, but you can't understand it now, but I'm going to bring yeah. my spirit so that you can have it. All of this is the word of Jesus. This is Jesus' message. He is speaking to us through his son. But how is the son speaking to us? Well, the son has has had his word recorded mm-hmm. through these apostles and prophets. It's not that God is now speaking to us through various and diverse ways. He is speaking through the son. It is his message. And what we're having is his message repeated to us. The Lord, of course, recognizing for it to be affirmed, confirmed, established, for it to be true. He's got to bring it to their remembrance. And he did that through these miraculous gifts and abilities. There was more that was his message that he was preaching, that he was bringing, that they couldn't understand. So he brought that to them, not from his own physical mouth while on earth, but by the Holy Spirit. But again, all of this, this is from the Lord. You know, something that you say right there, and it, it makes me, I think, appreciate. So then when I look at all of this New Testament, and New Testament canon, if I can use that word, this is all the word of the Lord. Every bit of it. I say, I've run into folks who have said, well, I know that the red letters are the word of the Lord, and that's all I'm just interested in is what the red letters say. Yeah. And uh, of course, I, I don't know if that carries the same weight as maybe it did a few years ago now that everything's digital and people read Bibles on their phone. I don't know if it's as big of a deal. But you know, for the longest time, the words of Christ were set off in red ink. Yes. Yeah. And and whereas everything else is printed in black ink. Yes. And so people were saying, well, I know what Jesus actually said. If it's printed in red, that's the word of the Lord. Yes. And uh, that that is a mistaken understanding of what the word of the Lord is. Absolutely. And so we find uh, in the Great Commission, as Jesus tells in, with his mouth to the apostles, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every nation, making disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the mm-hmm, Father, mm-hmm. And in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, uh, teaching them to observe all I've commanded you. That is the word of Jesus. But let me tell you what else is the word of Jesus. Long ago, at many times and in many ways, God spoke to our fathers by the prophets, but in these last days, he has spoken to us by his son. Hebrews 1.1 is just as much the word of Jesus Mm -hmm. as Matthew 28, 19, and 20. Mm -hmm. It -hmm. is just as much the word of Jesus. And so as I want to know Jesus, as I want to know his word, as I want to apply his will to my life, I'm I'm not looking for a particular passage in the New Testament that, well, that's, that's Jesus. That's more Jesus than any place else. 
No, it's it's all the word of Jesus. Now, look, I'm not saying that there's not passages in the New Testament that we think might have you know, more primacy, kind of like Jesus himself says, you know, the first and greatest commandment, love the Lord your God oh, with all your heart, all saying. your soul, yeah. and all your mind. Mm-hmm. I get that. Yeah. I get that. But so I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that every verse is equally one I have to pay attention to in that way. But I am saying every verse is equally the word of Jesus. It is Jesus talking to me. And as I want to get closer to Jesus, as I want to have more of Jesus in my life and in my teaching, I don't segment off some part of the New Testament. I I get the whole thing. Yeah. Well, listen, I'm glad we had this reading and I'm glad we had this conversation today because it just builds my faith and my trust in the New Testament, in the Bible. This has been great. We need to go ahead and wrap up with a prayer. Holy God, thank you so much for the love you have demonstrated. Thank you for the word that your son has given, the message that he proclaimed first, that is now attested to us by those who heard him, by those who, whether it was as one untimely born hearing from him on the road to Damascus, or whether it was from those who were walking with him on the roads of Judea, or whether it was those who were walking his way in that early church, we recognize they first heard from him, and we now have that record of what he said. And help us to be in the word, to pay attention to it, so that we will not drift away. Lord God, thank you for this message. Help us to know it to get in it, to hide it in our hearts, to abide in it so that we might bear fruit for your glory. We love you, Lord God. Thank you for loving us first. Through your son, Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna, Christ is captain of the mighty throne. Three things, Hebrews jokes, three things Christ promises he will never do. Won't leave you brokenhearted, Psalm 147, verse 3. Won't reject you, John 6, 37. And from Hebrews 13, 5, he won't leave you nor forsake you. So, Andrew, in essence, Jesus is never going to give you up, never going to let you down, never going to run around and desert you. Ladies and gentlemen, you've just been rickrolled right here on Text Talk, courtesy of Text Talk. <laughs> <laughs> now we'll get emails.